Today I'm here with my mom. I'm going to be talking about the multiverse theory. The multiverse theory is a real theory and it isn't just from The Flash or other shows like that. It was first proposed in 1957 by a man named Hugh Everett III. The theory states that there is another, another universe that we just can't get to yet. One way we might be able to get to the universe, the other universe, is believe it or not, by a black hole. Some people believe that there is another universe inside the black hole. On the other side is a white hole. A white hole you can't enter, it's only an exit. What do you think about that? So you can't get into the white hole, you can only get out of it? Yeah, so basically once you get inside, it's like you're basically trapped there and that's why nobody else has gotten out of a black hole. Okay, I think I understand that. Okay. And then, on that other side, the thing that has always interested me is that we don't know what's going on there, and we kind of will never know. But, um, so, the thing that has confused me is how did scientists think of that theory if they weren't able to come back? You know what I mean? Yeah, I think maybe they're looking for an explanation for how somebody can be there and then disappear and never come back. Yeah, I mean... I, but my thing is, if they would disappear and not come back, then why did we? Why is the automatic thought that they're just dead? Like I don't get why we, as humans, thought that. I think humans a lot of times need a concrete explanation for something, and I think it's pretty cool when some scientists are able to think outside the box and consider that there might be other alternative explanations. Yeah, I mean. Well, but my thought is, do you think that the Flash, the comics, when they go into the multiverse, do you think that was created because of um, Hugh Everett III? Or do you think um, he, cre he created that theory because he saw the Flash episode, like the comics itself? Because the comics have been going on for probably since the 50s. I think he probably came up with it on his own and then they saw it and had that idea that maybe they would put it into the comics. I think a lot of times they say that, you know, there's the, the saying that does art imitate life or does life imitate art? And I think maybe with the comics they decided to pull that theory into it. Yeah, I mean, I actually thought for a while that that was just, you know, something that was fake and just kind of a joke. And then if you really look into the theory online and stuff, it's actually really interesting. I think I need you to explain multiverse to me a little bit more. Does that mean that there's that the multiverse is a type of a universe? Because multi means more than one. So yes. does multiverse mean that there are a whole bunch of different universes within one? Or does it just mean that the universe that we know is not the only one that exists? Okay. So in my belief, I think that there's multiple um, universes that we can enter from our universe, but then I also think that inside of those universes, there's other universes, if you know what I mean, and it's kind of an endless cycle. So it's this idea that there's this space-time continuum that's there, and that there's multiple different types of existences that we don't even know about yet here on Earth. Correct. Um, and then... The thing that I don't think any scientists have actually said is true is a doppelganger. Because I feel like it could be possible, but at the same time, 
I doubt it's one that we could very easily get to. Like, it could be some, maybe they have the same personality, but I don't think that they would look the same. So that's interesting because most human beings, most Americans, when they think of a doppelganger, they're thinking of your twin in terms of what you look like, that there exists somewhere on Earth, not necessarily in another universe, but someone who, if they saw you, someone that knew you would think, oh, that's Philip, it looks just like him, and not so much about the personality. But you're saying that it's more someone who is like you as a person and not necessarily looks like you. Correct. Um, it kind of reminds me, like, I feel like the parent trap is what a lot of people think of when they hear doppelganger or twin. But I feel like it, a, a twin or a doppelganger doesn't have to look like you. So it would be kind of like um, your fraternal twin, except from a different universe. Okay. So it's someone who would take on your, they would have the same personality characteristics as you do, or the same, the same soul, the same thoughts and beliefs that you have. Yeah, like, um, I, I could say maybe there's another person like me in another universe that's making a podcast right now about the same type of thing, talking about their doppelganger that could maybe be me. So you think that the, your doppelganger is doing the exact same thing that you're doing at the same time? Mm, but I, in an alternate universe. I feel like the time might be different because I feel like, so let's say Mars, right? The time there is different, like the how long their days are and things like that. So I think it's kind of like that, except um, in the other universes. So like maybe since it's um, whatever time it is right now, maybe in the other universe, it's a totally later time. It could be like eight o'clock at night here, um, here, but be one o'clock in the morning there. And um, I, that's the most interesting part, at least in my opinion, is that there's somebody so close to you, but so opposite. Like they're not the same at the same, you know what I mean? Interesting. Do you think that there is life, that there are life forms in all of the other universes that exist? Or do you think that there are some that are just uninhabited by any kind of life as we know it? Well, yeah. And then I, I think that there's definitely places that are, are like uninhabited. But then I also think that maybe there could be another universe where every single planet, like including Pluto and all those other planets, because I count Pluto as a planet. I don't count it as a dwarf planet, because, you know, still a planet. Anyway. How do you feel about Uranus? <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> I feel like they were not such a childish joke. I'm sorry. Um, so, there could be living life in all those other planets, too. Right. You know, including Uranus. <laughs> <laughs> so... You know what I mean, though? I know what you mean. So tell me a little bit about the multiverse in the comic books, in Flash specifically, because you know that I've not read a lot of them, and I just know what, you, what you've told me. Yeah, okay. So basically, the thing is, so there's Earth-1, or, like, they call it Earth-1, and there's multiple Earths where there's, um, where the doppelgangers are kind of, they don't look alike, but they're still the Flash. Mm -hmm. So, like, there's one where the Flash is, like, super, super old, and um, but is still a superhero. But then there's one where the Flash could be, like, a kid. So is that where it's a different 
So maybe, so, okay, so Earth 1 is Earth as we know it, correct? In the present time? Uh, yeah, that's the boring Earth. Right. So, <laughs> yeah, sometimes. So maybe then what it is is in within the multiverse, where you see him when he's old and where you see him when, he, when he's young, mm -hmm. it's just the ability of what's happening across space and time. So he's able to go from Earth 1, which is the present time, and go back to when he was a child as if it's the current time period, even though it's something that happened in the past. And then when he sees himself when he's, when he's old, that that's in the future. Mm -hmm. But also, it's not just that, though. So there could be a place where the Flash is a dog. Oh, oh okay. Yeah, that's actually... I think they made one comic out of that. I don't know for sure, though. So does that go back to your thought process with a doppelganger that obviously when the Flash is a dog, he does not look like as he is right now, but does he, he have the, the same, same thoughts, feelings, personality? Yeah. But he's in the body of a dog. Yeah. Got it. Um, I, it's really, really kind of insane that it's so easy to say but also when you really think about it, it kind of, you're like, how is that physically possible? It kind of bends your mind. And I think that's what we're talking about here, that there is this mix of what science, what we know, what we can see, what can be proven, but there are also things that exist that we can't prove and might not know for sure, but we think probably there is something to it, and yeah. we're all trying to explain it. Yeah, that's true. Um, like... So, I don't know for sure who created it first, but obviously DC um, has The Flash, and Marvel has Spider-Man, right? Or Sony right now, because of what's going on. Right. Um, anyway. That's another podcast for another day. <laughs> yeah. But basically, well, I'm, um, I don't know who created it first, but um, I think it would actually be pretty cool if they had like a crossover and then, um, or like, something like that. Like, I know this doesn't completely have to do with the multiverse, but I feel like in another universe, there could be um, the Flash and Spider-Man living in the same universe. I think that would be a pretty cool multiverse to be in. That'd be a pretty cool comic, too. It would. Um, and then, so, black on, uh, back onto the black and white hole theory. So... Do you think that going, like, that they think um, on the other universe that they can't go into it because it kills them, and they just have that thought in their mind that they can't go in it, or do you think it you physically can't get out? I think that you go in it, but you just can't get out. It's not that you cease to exist altogether. It's just that you can't ever get back to where you once were. So it's like... Um, it's like if there's a room and it's impossible to break, right? Mm -hmm. Except that room is um, a white hole and you physically can't break it to get in, mm -hmm. right? Right. But at the same time, do you think that they're made out of the totally different things? Like, so obviously um, a black hole is an exploded star. Right. Right? So do you think that a white hole is still an exploded star or do you think that it's something else? I don't know. I think maybe the white hole is the exploded star that made the black hole put back together. Hmm. That's actually really interesting. I didn't even think about that. I mean, it's 
kind of though like we have no way of proving any of this and that's really annoying that we can't really prove this but i think that it could definitely be possible like i have no doubt that that's possible in my mind i mean like sometimes i don't think that it's totally true but then um at some point i feel like somebody's going to be able to go into a black hole and come out and then everyone's going to be like oh my gosh he was telling the truth whoever it was telling the truth and i think there's going to be one day where that's going to happen and i doubt anybody believed him in his time because that's absolutely crazy and like people think that something that's a bit crazy is like just shouldn't be true right they think that if there's not a definite explanation or you can't prove it in a scientific way that it can't be true yeah and I feel like that's like that shouldn't be the mind thought, but I feel like that all goes back to like um, the Paleolithic age, um, where basically they were do, doing very simple things and things that were very believable, like making tools and things like that. So when something insane happened, like I don't know, they got a disease from eating cold food, they were like, no, that's no. I don't believe that. So I think that's when they started assigning some kind of a deity or a god or something that some other force outside of themselves that must have caused it to happen because of their behavior. Mm -hmm. And then over time, they started thinking differently and maybe learning about cause and effect and understanding the world around them a little bit more. But there was still always this mix of magic and deities and science to explain the world around them. I mean, like, I personally, I love magic and things like that, but I feel like there's always that point where it's just kind of like, that's it, the, the point where it's real and fake, there's that very fine border. Mm -hmm. because And something like this, I feel like people are like, we can't cross that border because it just, it can't be possible in their minds. It can be possible but it can't be explained so then we yeah. call it magic or we call it imagination like um way uh way back i don't know the exact time i think it was in the 1800s when they thought that um a few women were um witches yes and i think they thought that because they were able to do things that men were also able to do or men weren't able to do and i think they just blamed that on magic i think sometimes too they were using the, the people that they were saying were witches as scapegoats or as an explanation for something that was happening that maybe was just caused by the weather or caused by some natural disaster or event that was happening. And because they didn't have a scientific explanation for it at the time, they said it must be caused by this person because this person is bad or evil or did something to make it happen. So let's say, but like if you really think about it, there could be a universe out there where people still believe that. And I feel like I don't know exactly where that change happened, where they're like, oh, that's not magic. That's just the weather or something like that. Right. And I think part of that came from over the years with technologies and, and research and observation, people learned to have a concrete explanation for some of the things that were going on. But it took a long time for that to happen. Yeah. I mean, like, we don't know for sure. Like, weather could still be anything. It could be coming from the multiverse. It could. Maybe there's a split in the multiverse, right? Mm -hmm. Where um, basically what's happening 
is all of the different universes, like, so there's two universes, right, that we know for sure, and if they collide together, they make this, like, tornado-like thing, um, and it's actually really interesting, but do you think that the multiverse itself, when it collides together, maybe that could have, at some point, created, like, natural disasters, and now, um, Earth just hasn't been able to, um, handle it, so it was to the point where that's why natural disasters are still happening. That's possible, and it could be the explanation for, for example, Rihanna and Eminem when a tornado meets a volcano. That's what happens. Yeah, I mean, that's definitely possible. I mean, when a tornado meets a volcano, it just it doesn't go well. Not at all. <laughs> so what do you think our next podcast is going to be about? Um... I feel like we should do a podcast talking about, um, if anything, like a show or a comic book, if they were in any way possible. Okay. Right? Oh, okay. So if it could be reality, if what's happening in that television show or movie or comic, is it something that could actually be real and be proven? If you guys like that, definitely tell us. And please don't pick on Philip's mom, who's a bit of a noob. <laughs> All right. Thank you guys for watching. Bye-bye.